another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. It's another beautiful day wherever you happen to be in the world. For all of us South Africans, let's just praise the fact that we actually are lucky wherever we are. <laughs> Jenny's very lucky because she's sitting in the south of France wearing a t-shirt. Um, we're sitting in Johannesburg getting the first brunt of a cold front coming through because the Cape Tonians went and left the fridge doors open again. <laughs> Thank you very much. The penguins have now escaped and are like, like on their way to Johannesburg. Freezing cold and a huge um, thunderstorm last night in the middle of June. In the middle of June, pouring with rain and thunderstorm. Who knew that that could happen? But anyway, Jenny Baxter, SA people, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm so well, Mal. And you? No, I've been for a walk on the Sprite and like it was freezing cold. I had little cheekbones that felt like they'd been chiseled out from ice. But it's a beautiful sunny day today. And you know what? If it's going to get cold, as we always say, there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothing. All right. So there no. we go. <laughs> what good news have you got for us? What is your main story on SA People this week? Well, some great news for, you know, I have noticed over the last year or two, South African wines are starting to become more recognized abroad. You know, before we we were so proud of our South African wine, but we didn't realize that the rest of the world didn't actually rate it as highly as we did. Mm -hmm. But now they are starting to. And um, France has yesterday selected Stellenbosch for this really prestigious conference in November. It's the, I don't know how you say it in South Africa, Chenin Blanc. Um, Chenin Blanc, yeah. Yes, um, that's so funny. Um, <laughs> we don't do the French thing, okay? We're South African. We just say it like it is, Chenin Blanc. Cool, yeah, the letters are there. Um, that is uh, November 1st to 3rd. There'll be all kinds of experts, like from neuro people to, uh, because, you know, wine has an effect on your brain. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's all kind, it's 50 delegates from France. It's people from all over the world that will be descending on Stellenbosch and people who are interested, there's tickets online. Plus you can go in person there, but it's very, it, it's just wonderful. South Africa got it. And the reason South Africa got it is that that white wine grape, that white mm-hmm. grape, more of it is grown in South Africa than the rest of the world combined. Oh, really? So, huh? Yeah. That's so, very, very so it's interesting. Main, yeah, it's your main white wine grape. Grape. And, then, of course, and, we have um, Pinotage and, and from here as well, which, you know, that's where Pinotage originated, was down in the Cape. Yeah, yeah, which is becoming so popular. Mm. So, yeah, there's nothing wrong so with yeah. the South African wines as far as I'm concerned. Even the cheap Definitely ones not. are still good and better than a lot of the stuff you get overseas. There's nothing wrong with Plonk. Anyway, so there we go, the <laughs> Shin and Balance Ossos. <laughs> well yes. done to South Africa. All right, so what news have you got for expats? I mean, I'm just sitting here and thinking, well, the amount of um, information that's been going out there with and the, the hilarity which has been ensuing from people saying, I don't speak Afrikaans, <laughs> even though this South African. Oh, the Ryanair thing that we spoke about last week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my so, goodness so, me. So did you see Barry Hilton, the comedian? Mm-hmm. The cousin, yeah. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Onsgaan Brian. Uh, uh, no, Onsgaan Brian. So he's doing a tour at the moment of Ireland, UK, Europe, Malta. And he did a translation of the Ryanair Afrikaans test. Did you see it? No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay. So, so I wrote down some questions to ask you to see just how South African you are. Okay. Um, these are, these are his translations. How long should you leave a rusk in coffee? 
Well, it depends on whether you want it really soggy or if you want it still crispy and just a little bit like, you know, moist. I usually dunk yeah. mine definitely longer than you would a Mari biscuit because a Mari biscuit, it's got to be one, two and out. They should be asking yeah, about Mari yeah. biscuits and not about rusks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What is another word for a box? I'm not saying that. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying that. We all know okay. what it is. <laughs> okay. Complete the sentence. I gave him a what club? <laughs> well, I say an RFS, but I'm not going to expand on that one either. A snot club. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, is a bunny chow a vegetable? No. A bunny chow yeah. is mutton curry inside a loaf. And then this one will annoy you. How long do you still have after a robot turns red? No, you, you should stop with the red robot. Come on. <laughs> exactly. But you, Except you people would don't. Barry's test. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fail Barry's tests at all. I know all of those things, but I mean, usually you, most people would say, well, you know, it should be that if your tires, your front tires are over the line when the robot turns red, you're still allowed to go. But I think people now just say, oh, it's turned red. I'm going fast. Let me just keep on going. And so there we just, go. Oh, so but that happens in Ireland as well. I, I remember when I was living there and I was in a taxi and the guy, I said, why are you stopping at a green light? He says, oh, because my brother might be coming the other way. <laughs> <laughs> They do it on the Gold Coast as well. The rest of Australia is really safe, but I think there's a lot of South Africans on the Gold Coast who <laughs> taught the locals. Yeah. Oh, Lordy. Pretty scary. So that's lovely. Yeah. I mean, I'll go and have a look for the Barry Hilton thing and, and share that all over the place. But what, what else has been happening yeah. for the expats around the world that they might find interesting? Well, you know, um, Charles Schwartzel, a South African golfer, mm -hmm. I think he, he won big time in 2011, um, like a Masters. He has just won the biggest paycheck in golf history, which is 4.75 million dollars. As he said himself, he never thought it would ever be possible in golf to play for so much money. But what's happened, you know, the, the BBC says it's a seismic difference. It's mm -hmm. a huge shake-up of the golf industry by Saudi Arabia investment company and Greg Norman, the previous number one. So this new competition, and this was the inaugural event in mm -hmm. England this weekend that Charles won, it's got 25 million in prize money. So, so even the person who came last gets at least, I don't know if it was 25,000 or a quarter of a million, but everybody gets money wow. out of it. And a South African came second, Henny Duplessis. So, so the PG, so, so Charles basically won more this weekend than in the previous four years. Mm -hmm. of his golfing career. So it's, it's kind of to shake up the PGA Tour who, according to Greg Norman, have been bullying them a little bit. Maybe I should have um, been hanging out with golfers instead of racing drivers. Hey, but you know the racing drivers are possibly coming to South Africa next year. Wouldn't that be nice? I think they should turn Cape Town into a racing circuit. I think that would be awesome, like they do it at Monte Carlo. Yeah, well, Lewis Hamilton's uh, father, Anthony, he was trying to to get that going for Cape Town. But at the moment, um, you know, the F1 boss is, is in Johannesburg this week mm -hmm. and he's in Kailami and they're talking about rather, maybe because they've already got Kailami there, it's just yeah. easier and they, they want to get into it fast. Do you know that only Antarctica and Africa 
are the only two continents that don't have the F1 at the moment. So, yeah, it would be nice to see it come back to Kailami. I remember going and watching yeah. the, the F1, like, well, in those days, the Grand Prix was out here at, at Kailami. Yeah. Um, even with the original track, then with the Swift Shirt track, and, and with the last, the last time they came out, they'd changed the track again. And it is a lovely driver's track. I have to be honest with you. I've driven that one so much. I've watched I you. I like it. Yes, I know you watched me. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the Celebrity Challenge, <laughs> where we had yeah. Jason Roberts eating all the bananas to get his aggression levels up. And eventually I thought, I'm not playing. Playing with these celebrities, okay? And there was Vince van der Bell, the cricketer, and John yeah. Martin, the sailor, who were like, we'll do this, but we're not going fast. So I said, that's fine. I'll just hang out at the back of the pack with you, and you just follow me through the lines because I know the lines really well. And we just pootled around the track very nicely. And everybody was like, oh, we thought that you were going to be like the person who was out front. And I'm like, did you see how many cars crashed? I'm not getting involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was brilliant. It was a lot of fun. Again, okay, staying with sports, I know we're always talking about swimming, and I see that the, the Paralympian swimmers or the para swimmers have also been doing their bit. Yeah, it's the World Para Swimming Championships in Portugal at the moment. The South Africans have been breaking, I think by yesterday they'd already broken over eight of their own South African and African uh, world records. Oh, fantastic. So, so yeah, that's very inspiring watching them having fun there and doing so well. That's great. I'm yeah. very, very proud of our swimmers here in South Africa. We have such great swimmers, yeah. Okay, now, I, I, I see you going here. It's jacaranda season in the south of France? <laughs> yeah, because I've actually got Ted here at the moment. Oh, Ted, and, yes, um, our wonderful roving reporter who's been cycling through France, and I've been following. I'm living through him vicariously at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, now I'm living through him uh, physically. Um, yesterday we went to a little island near here where the man in the iron mask was kept. You know yes. that famous story? So, so we went there and we actually saw his cell and everything. But anyway, when we got back to Cannes, outside the Hotel de which is like the mayor's office there is this huge beautiful jacaranda tree and and so we were speaking to some locals trying to work out what the name is for jacaranda uh, in French and it's jacaranda of course it'll <laughs> so, be jacaranda <laughs> yeah, so that made it quite easy and and there's a lot in Montau as well so I, I think the whole northern hemisphere it's it's the season now between April and June mm, of, for of them, jacarandas here. For the South American flowers to be coming out, out of season yeah. completely. I don't <laughs> want to talk about equator. jacarandas. I have seven in the street in front of my house. Oh, so, so I get lovely. no sun the whole way through winter. That's the only thing. But it's lovely when the flowers come out. I get no sun in summer. I've got so many trees outside my windows here. But um, you know, the funny thing here is what we love, or what I love in South Africa, is that carpet of the of the purple yes, on the, the purple on the rain. Yeah, on the pavement. Yeah. And of course, here in Cannes, there's the street sweeper as those as, as, <laughs> as they come down there, gone. Yep, they're getting swept away. <laughs> Such a pity. Okay, so now, what is this about Ellen DeGeneres and her wife Portia de Rossi? Oh, just to say, look out for them. They may just pop into South Africa. You know, she just finished her show after 19 mm. uh, seasons. And she was in Rwanda last week to open an Ellen DeGeneres uh, campus at the Diane Fossey uh, Fund. And um, then they were in Zimbabwe now until a couple of days ago. I saw, you know, she was posting all elephants walking in front of her and going, you know, we escaped LA, but we haven't escaped the traffic. Um, <laughs> it was really cool. And so I just thought maybe she'll, maybe they'll pop into SA. 
Okay. All right. That's yeah. a ni- nice thing to look forward to. Uh, yes. And what's that got to do with Trevor Noah? Trevor, nothing to do with Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah, both Trevor Noah and Charlize Theron mm-hmm. are doing so much for South Africa right now. So, you know, Trevor Noah has his foundation. Mm-hmm. Last year, he personally gave $8 million towards the foundation, which which helps education in South Africa at schools, and it helps the educators who, who need help. Assistance and support, and it's a lot of it's also for children with special needs. And then now, last week, the Oak Foundation for the first time has selected a South African recipient, which is Trevor Noah, for thirteen and a half million. So um, that'll be helping education in SA. And then Charlize Theron, with her new black hair, had her annual Africa Outreach uh, fundraiser, mm-hmm. which. Also, all goes to kids, particularly in KwaZulu-Natal, helping with education as well. Oh, fantastic. Well done and to them. We had all of that with stunning photos of Charlize with black hair, all in our subscription. Remember, we've got that new subscription service on Facebook. Yes. So we didn't put it on our normal Facebook page. It was it was only exclusive for subscribers. So if you want to find out all of the skinny about everything, you're going to have to subscribe. <laughs> so just go along to the sapeople.com and yes. hit subscribe. We keep telling people, I know I've had this whole thing about South Africans, are they a little bit slow compared to the rest of the world when it comes to actually supporting people who are doing YouTube um, channels here in South Africa and doing podcasts? Because I don't, I think people are still very much tuned into TV and radio rather than actually – it's the younger people, the Gen X, uh, what are called Gen Z. Oh, talking about that, yeah. <laughs> I know millennials, because I've always said, you know, I'm a millennial because I identify as a millennial and it really upsets the millennials because I've decided they can't turn around and sell me otherwise, can they? But then somebody put up yeah. a thing that they've got a new thing which would actually affect us. We're called the Joneses. The Joneses. We are that between, I think it was 55 and 65. That we are not, we are not boomers. We are actually that little thing in between boomers and Gen X. Okay. We are Joneses. Oh, as in keeping up with cooler. the. Yeah, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I thought it was quite that. cool. I identify as a Jones now, so that's fine. You I'm happy with that. You do not keep up with the Joneses. No, you no, don't no, care I, about I, keeping up with them. You lead them. I lead them. They must keep up yeah. with me. Come on, Joneses, yeah. it's time for you to keep up with me now. No, I'm, I'm just like so down in and out, and not down and out, down and, and level. There we go. That's the way. All right, so yeah. what local good news? Are you? I'm, I'm just going anything that's better for the world. We have to fix up all the mess that everybody else has made. Yeah. I think that's our generation's thing. We are the yeah. people who are now doing that work and making sure oh, that you know things are better. I think according to the younger generation, they're trying to fix what we did. But yeah. Well, no, not us, the boomers. Not us. No, yeah. No, you're the right. You're right. Yep. Um, local good news is there is a, a company, Green Scooters. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen them at all. Mm-hmm. It's like a like a triangular scooter, like a tuk-tuk. And, um, uh, you know a tuk-tuk? Yes, I know tuk-tuks, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. what's that got to do with a scooter? Well, that's what they call them. But it's, um, and it's for taking people or taking products. It's electric and it's really taking off in South Africa, especially with the petrol prices. They've seen mm. their sales go up and it's a man, Mr. Schlamini, who owns it. Um, and he worked together with a Swedish company who does the, the technical side of everything. Yeah. But it's manufactured in South Africa and it's doing really well. And I, I hope to see it get exported. Also, just talking quickly on export. 
export. The South African government has announced some some great incentives to help people in South Africa who want to export their products. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, they will help them, tell them which conferences to go to, festivals, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll, go we'll have back on that this week. Going back onto the electric side of things, I mean, the only, we haven't actually had load shedding for a couple of weeks. It's like quite exciting. <laughs> You're sitting here and going, wow, we have, we've had electricity. But that is one yeah. of the big problems. I've got a friend who actually does um, electric motorbikes, um, e-tron, my friend Nick. And we, we've discussed that they, he's actually working on a solar powered version of this, of his motorbikes now. Yeah, um, yeah. So that, you know, even if we have no power electricity, because there still aren't very many places where you can go and recharge an electric car or motorbike or whatever so the nice thing with with a motorbike is you can just park it inside your house and plug it into the mains but if you've got a solar you've got a solar panel which actually is storing electricity specifically to charge that up not a bad idea no, not at all. And the, actually, Mr. Jlamini has addressed that problem. Mm, mm. And he tells everybody to get an uninterrupted power supply, which I yeah, presume UPS, you yeah. understand in South Africa. But you still need um, electricity for that. Yes. He said, you must always think in survival mode. <laughs> yeah. No, he's quite right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> the biggest so, yeah. discussion amongst people in South Africa is, so how do I keep my Wi-Fi on? So I have a UPS just to keep my Wi-Fi on. Yeah. All right. So that's great. I mean, it, but it's also the only other problem with um, electric cars and things in South Africa is they're so expensive. It's kind of out of the reach of most people unless you have a lot of money. Even uh, I mean, a, an electric motorbike will set you back, I think, 85 to 90,000 rand. It's not like electricity is that great for the environment either. So it's no, all, it isn't. That's why solar Solar is the way to go. We're, we're still looking at that. Okay. And then we, what, what is this about the compost kitchen? Have you heard of the compost kitchen? Nope. You're telling me all these new things I need to find out about. Great. Okay. Well, well um, I will put a lot more on about him. So the guy, the CEO is Him Ka Singh. And mm-hmm. in 2017, there was a major water, and there is again now for some places, water problem in South Africa. And he thought, I need to address this. Mm-hmm. And he realized the best way to do it, the fastest way, was to go overseas and study places where they have worked out sustainability, you know, who've already had these crises. Like um, Israel, so- who've done amazing work. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so he went to three different countries for five months of each doing his masters and realized that the main way to conserve water is you need to fix the soil first. Yes, absolutely. So, so he came up with this compost kitchen, which, which takes organic because it causes so much problems when you throw away organic waste and it goes into landfills. Yeah. Um, so, so the he methane has production, etc., etc. Et yeah, exactly. So he has a product that deals with this, mm-hmm. um, and it, and it did so well that it won a United Nations prize last year, and now this year he's just been named this month as um, one of Forbes Africa's. 30 under 30 list. So oh, fantastic. Yeah, so somebody to watch. South Africans doing great things and long may it prosper. Uh, I mean, you're talking about, I'm sitting there and thinking, they spend millions on changing the name of a place, but don't do anything about the water infrastructure, which is why Geberge now has reached day zero and they have no water. 
um, which is, it's, I mean, that's actually chronic. That, that should not be happening, especially of, after what happened in the Cape and in um, the various places in the Eastern Cape as well before. You would have thought they'd have been a little bit more aware of it and actually thrown some money at that. And then people are saying, no, but we don't, you know, the name change was necessary. Sure, but you don't need to throw millions of rand at it. Rather put that, oh, but it's coming from the Department of Arts and Culture and different portfolios. So what? Take that money and put it where it's actually needed. Okay, you cannot eat a name. You cannot drink the name. Okay, if you got no water, you're pretty much like <coughs> got a bit of a problem. Anyway, so let's just hope that somebody will. I mean, if if um, Himkal can actually get all of that stuff down to the Eastern Cape and go and help those people sort out those problems, that would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. True. he's he's in Joburg. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, and then, of course, talking about those areas where there's ocean and everything, the World Ocean Day. I mean, there were so many things. Where it was like World Environment Day, and all we saw was like every day somebody day. picking up the sea and like <laughs> sweeping everything off the land and underneath into the sea. Okay, <laughs> which is pretty oh, much brilliant. how most people kind of look at things, yeah. you know. Yeah, but um, the World Ocean's Day. I mean, sure. a lot of people do some fantastic stuff as well to shine. Yes. And remember, plastics. we mentioned we mentioned it last week um, mm. that it was going to be happening. Durban, some cleanups, and they got 120 bags of litter were collected. So thank you to everybody who went along and contributed to that because, I mean, they still have so much. In, in fact, this weekend is uh, Itequeni. Itequeni. municipality actually said no swimming allowed. You know, reminded everybody you still cannot swim because of the floods. They still haven't cleaned it yeah. up enough. Yeah. So, which is crazy. Well, the, Don KZN, they're, they're pretty good with beaches. I mean, when we go down like Ramsgate area, if you take, you can get a plastic bag from them or if you have your own plastic bag, every time you come back with a bag full of litter that you picked up off the beach, they'll give you a coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You've so that. there's that's a lot lovely. of restaurants that'll do that. That's great. Uh, it's, it's very, very heartening to see people actually starting to really care about the environment and I think we should all be, you know how big I am as an environmentalist, it's my big thing Okay, so let's get on to something which I'm also really loving, of course um, my entire life has all been about entertainment and television and all of that kind of stuff for like years What should people be watching at home and abroad? Well, I haven't seen it myself, but the the thing that you can watch at home or abroad right now is Karl Gat Karl. And I thought that that was very, very South African to mention today. <laughs> um, and it, and it stars, uh, Skulk Bezadenheit, who entertained us all the way through lockdown. Yeah. And Meg Rickards, Christia Fisser. Um, it looks really fussy, uh, uh, funny. Not, definitely not fussy. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's a guy who loves streaking and he's got to try and win over this, this mom with, by bearing more than just his bum, basically, you know, bearing his soul <laughs> instead. So, so yeah, give it a go and let me know what I will. Like. I'll have a look and see if I, I enjoy it. But I mean, after you told me to watch that, um, what sex in Afrikaans, <laughs> I'm like, Jenny, I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> five minutes, and I was like, no, 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 no. That's Not far too much you. information for me. Okay, so what have you got coming up this coming week that the story that's make, going to make the headlines for you on sapeople.com? It's another water story, and but just it is so important, as you know, right now in South Africa. And it's the wattle plant that has, um, I think it costs South Africa the equivalent of $1.2 billion in lost water. 
the invasive mm. species, which is yeah. so beautiful in Australia, but not in South Africa. Yes, darned Australians again. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's tit for tat because South Africa took a lot of things to Australia as well. That, you know, I used to walk through rainforests and there would be whole sections this is like 20 years ago, but whole sections cordoned off that mm. were having to revive because they had got rid of the aliens that were just eating everything. Mm. So we've, you know, people used to, I, I saw people, they would come and visit us in, in Australia and they would go, oh, I love this. I'm taking it back to South Africa in my case. Oh, no, you're not allowed to do shocking. that. That's totally, yeah. totally against the law. Yeah, but you know, People were like that a few years ago. Anyway, they're not anymore now. They've woken up. And so the World uh, Worldwide Fund. Yeah, World Wildlife yeah. Fund. Yeah. I thought it was wildlife, but it doesn't seem to say that anymore. But anyway, it's, so it's WWF. not the WWF. Yeah. It is the WWF. Um, but they seem to have maybe changed their name. I don't know. The press release we were sent did not say wildlife. And them and Finnish have got together mm-hmm. and they have been clearing some of these alien plants away so that. 12.8 hectares of alien trees have been removed, releasing 28 million liters of water. Fantastic. It's also, it's also um, improving water access for so many people. So. Yeah, the wattles, which are now apparently known as acacia, where acacias are not known as acacias, but I believe that there might be being some changes with the names as well, that we might be able to reclaim acacia instead of having to call them <laughs> Senegalia and Vichelia. It gets very confusing. We just got to remember um, thorns and this and that and the other. I just feel sorry for the poor little acacia weavers, you know, when they're sitting there and thinking, well, what are we supposed to be called these days? You know, <laughs> <are> anyhow. <laughs> what am I? We are total <laughs> shame. Anyhow, yeah. So uh, if you ever, uh, one thing I do like to do is is support the people who have actually cut down wattle and they've made like those um, palisades uh, that you can put up, use them as roofs or in your garden, okay, because they're actually contributing to making sure that they don't keep on growing because you need to take them out. There's a whole bunch of plants, but people seem not to remove them. Although I see you down on the Sprite, they've been cutting down the alien invasives again all the way along the river. Now we just need to get them to do a clean up again because of all the litter going down the river, especially after the rains that we had yesterday. But anyhow, so if you are going for a walk anywhere, take a plastic bag with you, pick up you know, other people's rubbish. I know, you know, some people just weren't brought up proper like, or they were just dragged up rather. (laughs) (laughs) Jenny, fantastic. So if you want to like share your stories as well, you can always get along to the sapeople.com or go onto the Facebook page which is for South Africans at home and abroad. Don't forget, share your pictures, share your stories. Uh, if you have any issues, of course, you can always get hold of Jenny. She's useful like you cannot believe. <laughs> and um, we'll keep on bringing you all the good news and wonderful innovations that South Africans are capable of doing. Jenny, thank you very much. Have an enjoyable weekend. We will catch up with you next time. Thank you. Bye, Ma. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.